Hey there, everybody. My name is Preston Cox. Welcome to the next episode of the Young Church Leaders Podcast. This is a show for young leaders, especially those in the millennial generation, about the things that we're learning and experiencing as we grow into primary leadership roles in the church today. Welcome to the journey. Let's get going. So last episode, I shared with you a bit about my story, which included some of the details about what I called my desert wanderings prior to starting my career in professional ministry. Uh, I was kind of a poster child for our Bible and ministry department at my university. I made good grades. I was actively involved in local church ministry. I had received a number of high scholastic honors over my college career, uh, not to mention best Greek student, which I can't read Greek now, even though I just took a class not too long ago. (laughs) Those don't last very long, those uh, honors do. But, you know, because of all that, I thought I was the stuff, you know. I, I was ready to take on the church with all my new ideas, with my youthfulness, and I thought I could just waltz into a preaching gig with a successful church and rocket myself into ministerial stardom <laughs> with you know, my good grades, my uh, suave personality. I thought I could woo people into a job. Uh, and that was the dream, but it really wasn't the reality. What I found out is that very few churches were interested in me preaching for them. I had worship ministry skills, but in my denomination, not many congregations were hiring full-time worship leaders, and I'm not very good with kids or youth, so I had pretty much ruled out all of the uh, traditional professional choices for my denomination. (laughs) So, uh, like I mentioned in the last podcast, I spent a few years wandering in my spiritual desert known as the music industry in Abilene, Texas, and I thought it was time to dust off the old ministry resume and get back out there. And so after a couple years of working in the music industry, I revamped my resume, uh, got my references all built back up, and guess what happened? That same old thing that happened when I left school. I had a couple of really promising interviews, uh, but nothing really landed. And because of that, my self-esteem was just so small. Really, it was kind of petty. I threw myself a little pity party. I felt sorry for myself. I actually got rid of most of my church and theology books and gave them to a theology student that I had come to befriend in Abilene. And I pretty much hung it up. I thought I was done with church work forever. Uh, I was happy, mostly happy, working in the music industry. I thought... um, If it wasn't going to do that forever, I I would find something besides ministry. And so I started exploring other professional outlets. But, you know, nothing really lit me up like ministry did. Because it really was my calling. It really am what I'm supposed to be doing, I think. But somewhere in the midst of all that self-pity came the realization that if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to put in some work to make the ministry thing happen. 
The truth of the matter was that I wasn't going to waltz in into a lead pastor or a senior minister role with no experience and the youthfulness I had. <laughs> you know, my dad always makes the joke that getting older is the only thing you can do consistently every day. That's the only promise you can make is that you will get older. But, you know, not a lot of churches hire you based on that. <laughs> so by the grace of God and a few good connections, I came to my current church in the role of spirit, uh, spiritual formation and worship minister. I love leading worship, but I also know that my end game out there, I, I think my end game is preaching, senior leadership of some kind, lead pastor. I love preaching. I love creating content. I love things like strategic planning. I love problem solving. And honestly, I think God's gifted me with some of those skills and passage. So I'm really shooting for it in the long term. But really what I've come to understand is that just because you think that you're really good at something doesn't necessarily mean that you deserve that job. <laughs> Let me say that again. Because you think that you're really good at something, even if somebody's told you that you're really, really good at something, doesn't necessarily entitle you and mean that you deserve that specific job. You're going to think that you do. I know that I did. And some of that is good. It's, it's a good thing to be driven. It's, it's part of the drive to want to be better. That, that is so important, and you need that. But it can so quickly turn into entitlement. You're going to start thinking maybe that the church owes you something, or the church will give you this position because simply because you have the skills and passions that you have. And y'all, that's just not how it works. It's, uh, I don't think that most churches in the world hire people simply based on the fact that you think that you're good at it. Like I said a second ago, I graduated with honors, and I had this high hopes of being a successful preaching minister or a senior leader at some marquee job. And I thought coming out of college that I was ready and I was mature enough for a high-level leadership position. But what I've learned over the past few years in the start of my professional ministry is that regardless of your drive, regardless of the passion that you have, and regardless of the skills, you still have to clock the hours. You're going to have to prove yourself just like every other hardworking person in this world. You may be the most gifted preacher or teacher or youth leader in the entire world, but that doesn't mean that you have to get this job or that you're entitled to this job. We're going to have to work at it just like everybody else. Very few people are handed the reins to senior leaders' positions off the bat. And, and if that's you, congratulations, uh, because you're at one of those few churches that is very trusting of young leaders, and, and I'm so glad for you. But even still, you're going to have to put in the work, no matter how good you think that you are. You're, you're going to have to work at this thing. We can't just cruise by and, and phone it in. We're, we're going to have to work, especially as millennial leaders, because the world thinks that millennial leaders are entitled and that we don't try. And so I think that we can prove them wrong. I think that we can show the world that we are hard workers 
and that we have something to offer. And how we're going to do that is be able to come into work every day, to do our best at the positions that we're in, and have aspirations to grow and be better. That's that's the point of professionalism. We, we want to have that level of professionalism with our work, even as ministers. So reflecting on my work over the past few years, I've seen how God has used me in my various roles to grow me as a minister. I'm, I'm lucky to have been involved in a number of different ministries and having gained valuable knowledge about working in ministry with others. I've done worship ministry, spiritual formation ministry, connection groups or small groups, whatever you want to call them, adult education. Uh, I, in my time in the nursing home, I've worked in senior ministry, uh, it's senior saint ministry. This is real-life ministry stuff they don't tell you about in seminary, <laughs> uh, but you don't really know about it until you experience it. And so over the course of the past few years, I've tried to work very hard, uh, and I've tried to be very teachable. And with that, I've been able to build a reputation as a strong leader who now has been given more and more responsibility as I've grown. I would have never guessed that when I came to this position that I'm in, that I would be uh, in the role that I'm in now. I, I didn't think that I would be an executive leader of this church with being so young, um, having uh, no experience being uh, undereducated compared to other ministers. But I think that I've been gifted that because I have put in the hard work. And then I've, I've been humble, tried to be humble, uh, and try to be teachable. And I'm not trying to say that be braggadocious, like I said earlier uh, in the first podcast. I, I just want to make sure that I work hard and, and that I put in the effort so that people will notice. Sure, I would like to have just blown right into a senior level position uh, and and just you know got right in the door and started the hard work. But uh, if I would have done that, I might have exploded on the launch pad, you know, uh, just right there trying to take off. This position that I'm in has allowed me to grow at a really steady pace. I've learned multiple skills. I'm learning to set boundaries. I'm gaining the respect of key leaders. And, and I think all of that is so important for us as young leaders. So my brothers and sisters in leadership, uh, if you're struggling because you want to be in the top level of leadership, but you're just not right in, uh, right there, right now, take heart. Don't give up. Work hard and be passionate about what you're doing. Be present in your current role and give it everything you've got. If you're a youth ministry assistant, be the best youth ministry assistant you can be. If you're a worship leader and you want to be a preacher, be the best worship leader you can be and start putting your time and skills into being a preacher. If, if you're a youth leader and you want to be a senior leader, start showing your leadership how you're growing and how you're maturing and, and be the best youth leader you can be. When you do that, people are going to notice. Show people that you care about the church and care about its mission. And people will take notice to that and you'll gain the respect of your congregation. I trust, just trust me on that. 
Allow yourself to be molded by God. You know, open up your heart to the work that he's doing right now in your life. And whatever the task is that he's placed before you at this time in your ministry, work at it with all of your heart, just like Paul would say. Be patient and keep on working towards your goal because your opportunity will come. You just got to put in the extra work. Uh, you got to put in the hustle. You got to put in the passion and show people that you care. And with that, I know people are going to notice and you're going to be able to get to that place that you want to be. So guys, thank you so much for listening in this week. I hope you were blessed by the content. Keep on listening. We have some more shows coming up. Uh, Check back on the past episode, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.